Hello everyone and welcome to Stand Out, our brand new podcast about recruitment. I'm Rebecca, Talent Acquisition Specialist here at Alton UK. In this mini-series, my special guest and I will give you advice and tips on how to stand out as a candidate. We know that finding a job can be challenging when you're a student or a young graduate, so this is why we at Alton have decided to help you. We want to give you all the tools and insights you need to succeed as a candidate in our industry. Our recruitment specialist will guide you through all the different steps of our recruitment process. So grab a pen and paper and let's get started. In this second episode of Standout, I welcome Honorine, an experienced recruitment officer here at Alton. Hi Honorine, how are you? Hi Rebecca, I'm very good, thank you. Good to hear. So after three years of working as a recruiter, I'm pretty sure that you've seen more than a few CVs and that's exactly why I've invited you here today. So I want to talk to you about CV and personal branding. So to jump straight in, my first question is, why is it important to spend time on creating a good CV? Well, I really believe a CV is the first element a recruiter will look at, so it's definitely of importance. It is what we call a professional passport, so it will help us understand a bit more your backgrounds and boost chances of having an interview later on. So that's why for me it's one of the most important things. On top of that, a good CV reflects professionalism, so this is worth the effort and time. Perfect. Okay. So in your opinion, what would you say makes a good CV? What tips are you able to give to the students or young professionals listening? Of course, what makes a great CV really depends on the population and the role you're aiming at. But there are, of course, common things. The main one is the clarity of the CV. we need to be able to read through the different sections of your CV and to know where to look at for the information. So that's definitely the most important thing. Also, the length of the CV is something important. If it's too long, that will be complicated for us to go through everything. And if it's too short, we may not have the relevant information. So usually one, two pages will be a good length. It will be detailed enough for sure, but as well concise for us to have the right information. Also, a good CV is always a CV that will express and highlight your projects, experiences and backgrounds. So try to have this kind of of information. If for any reason you don't have any professional experience, try to give more details on your educational background, for example, on what you've done at university. That will help for sure. So in order for our audience to understand how we recruit and especially what happens in our mind when we read CVs, um, I think it'd be helpful if you could give us an understanding of what you read first and in which order that you would read it. I think it really helps to know what to highlight or emphasise when, when people are putting together their CVs. Yes, so actually there are two main things I'm checking when reading through someone's CV. That will be the educational background and the professional experience, if any. For me, that really are the two things that make a CV relevant. So highlight this part of a CV. This is what will help us understand your technical skills, but potentially as well your soft skills, which are as well something very important. So try as much as you can to highlight this part. So the soft skills, it's for us in Alden at least a major criteria when hiring. Okay, and I think a a question that comes up a lot is kind of what order should students or young professionals write their CVs? Are you more interested in seeing their education first or their professional experience? What do you like seeing? Yes, actually, there's no only one way to do a CV. I believe it really depends on the professional goal and the kind of background you have. I would say if you have an experience, put that first because it really, for me at least, helped me understand 
what you can do and what you cannot do for sure. If there's no experience, try with the education because that's an important thing as well. You've worked on different projects, uh, you've had different types of experiences and you've studied different subjects. So highlight that. I would say start as well with um, important information. So your name, your contacts, this is things we are missing sometimes. Short introduction of yourself can be relevant also. And if you're uh, applying for a specific role, definitely add that on the top of your CV. We've mentioned clarity before. It's important to make sure what you're adding in your CV is clear for us. So try to have bullet points for each section. It's always a plus and it helps us go directly through the important aspects of your CV. Finally, on top of that, if you want to add um, some hobbies, some uh, specific skills you have or interests, this is definitely relevant. It will highlight the type of soft skills you have and that will be always a plus for us. Okay, so I mean, a lot of that sounds obvious, but I think when people are putting together a CV, it's hard to, to remember everything. So it's definitely helpful. Earlier that you mentioned um, to highlight soft skills on a CV. So it would be good if you could give us an example and, and tips on how to do so. Yeah, it's true. It's not always the easiest thing to highlight your soft skills on a CV because it's um, very personal. But there are few ways uh, to show and demonstrate your soft skills. Um, you can first use different non-professional experiences that you've had. So if you've at some point in your life led a project, if you've done some sports, some volunteering, for example, use this to highlight the kind of soft skills you've been using to achieve that. You can also, of course, use your professional experiences and explain what this brought you, what kind of uh, things you've learned from it. What is important, I would say, would be important for all of these actions would be to give actual facts, to give data of the achievements you've had and how you've used your soft skills to achieve that. Brilliant. Okay. I mean, lots of helpful information there on what to, to put on your CV to really showcase and highlight your, your best experience. But I'm sure there's some things that you don't <laughs> like seeing on a CV. So give me an understanding of things people shouldn't be doing. Of course, uh, something that is quite obvious, but actually still happens are um, wrong facts on your experience or qualifications. So of course, avoid lying about your background and your technical skills. There will always be uh, fact checking, there will always be technical assessments. So make sure your CV is the most relevant for you. On top of that, of course, there are a few things to avoid. So. Try to have your CV proofreads to avoid typos and mistakes. Um, make sure, we've mentioned clarity, this is really important. So try to avoid having too many colors, too many uh, things highlighted as well. This will just simply have the recruiter lost in reading your CV. So definitely avoid that. And one last thing actually to, to have in mind is that when you're applying massively, make sure you have a generic CV. So avoid mentioning a specific company or a specific role. If you're going to send your CV to multiple companies, actually, um, this will not be uh, be the best for us to, to read through a CV where you applied for a different role than the ones we have. Okay. And is there anything that you really like to see on a CV? As we said, that you see a, a fair few each day. So I really want to know kind of what to you makes a candidate stand out or that makes you curious and, and want to find out more about them? 
of course uh, it's true we read a lot of cvs and what we read first all will be the experience and the education but what i like to read for a cv are uh, more personal information um so that will be the achievements uh, that will be the highlights of uh, the candidates so it can be the university grades it can be uh, they run a marathon for example if they had some initiative at universities some sports they've been doing it's really a plus for me it helped me it helps me understand already the kind of personality someone can have also something that is always a plus but not at all part of our selection process will be the cover letter it helps us understand the ambitions of someone helps us understand their vision as well and what kind of soft skills they put forward first so it's definitely a plus Thank you very much. I think you've really answered um, those questions well and given us a good understanding of, of how to build a great CV. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Rebecca. We hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. If you have any comments or suggestions, please email us at communication at alton.co.uk. Also, don't forget to follow Alton UK on Twitter and LinkedIn to stay tuned with all our latest updates and job ads. In the next episode, I will not only welcome one, but two guests. My colleagues Sophia and Sophia will join you to give you all the tips on how to succeed in our interview process. Thanks for listening and speak to you soon.